Hello and welcome to The Better Business Show with me, Tom Idle. Thanks for tuning in. Coming up this week. People think that the pencil is a, is a, is a thing of the past or maybe only used by small kids, right? But actually, uh, in 2015, uh, more than 14 billion pencils were produced uh, globally. Wow. Yes, wow indeed. This time we're with Michael Stoussholm, founder and CEO of Sprout, the promotional products business, ripping up the rule book. Stay tuned. Yes, welcome back. This is episode 50 of The Better Business Show, and I'm Tom Idle, and a happy new year to you all. Uh, we've had a couple of weeks off, of course, uh, to really recharge the batteries, but we are back, back, back. We are ready to do it all again, bringing you the very best stories of more robust, more resilient, more sustainable business and proving to you that better business models and products and services um, do and can work. And we're going to prove it to you as we do each and every week. Um, and we've got another one of those stories for you this week in the form of Sprout World. We'll tell you all about that very shortly. Uh, but before we get into the heart of the show, just a bit of housekeeping. We're in the throes of developing and designing a new all-singing, all-dancing website for the Better Business Show. Um, but in the meantime, you can still go to betterbusiness.show and you'll find our complete back catalogue of episodes all there, uh, all 49 of them. Uh, we have some accompanying show notes for each of those uh, episodes. Have a look at those. Um, but we know we need to improve the site somewhat, that is, you know, and that's coming soon. Uh, but on the website, also at the very, very top of that page, you can very easily and very simply sign up to the Better Business Show newsletter. So if you hit that box at the top, give us your email address and you'll start getting our Friday newsletter every Friday. Uh, the best thing you can do right now, though, is probably head over to iTunes or SoundCloud and just simply subscribe to the show. Uh, we'll get a new episode out every Monday at around lunchtime. Um, and then you'll also get our 10-minute Friday 5 show that goes out on Fridays. And that's the one we do with Vicky Knowles, where we round up all the latest and very best stories from across sustainable business that we think you should be on top of. And we do that every Friday. Of course, many of you know this already, but this is just a reminder to those of you coming to us very, very fresh and new to start the year. Anyway, right, let's get on with the show. I wrote a piece for Virgin.com just before Christmas, a sort of 2016 roundup piece. And I used it to have a bit of a rant about the UK version of The Apprentice, the very popular TV show that plays out in the run-up to Christmas every year. As it reaches fever pitch for the interview stage in the final week of the show, the candidates at last reveal their business plans, I wrote. And we're so often given a cold, stark reality check as to the state of business here in the early part of the 21st century. What annoyed me the most was not the eventual winner, Alana, and her cake-making business. It was more her fellow finalist, the guy called Courtney, who needed Lord Sugar's money to kickstart his novelty gift company. In the place of innovative, creative, smart, circular, low-carbon social enterprise models, we had a collection, as every year, of drab and dreary business-as-usual ideas, all vying for Lord Sugar's £250,000 investment. In fact, if you trawl through the list of past winners, from Ricky Martin's recruitment agency and Mark Wright's SEO firm, to Joseph Valente's plumbing business and Leah Totten's cosmetic clinic, evidence of sustainable business thinking is so thin on the ground. 
I put the novelty products business in the same category as promotional items and marketing merchandise, essentially stuff that is mass produced and we don't really need any of it. When I was a kid, I would visit the NEC in Birmingham every year with my dad for the National Motor Show exhibition. It was a chance for all the big car makers to get together to show off their new models that would be dominating the car showrooms and forecourts for the next 12 months. My dad loved it. We'd spend hours trawling between the hundreds of different stands. And while he'd pour over the latest models, my brother and I would busy ourselves by grabbing as much free merchandise that was being given out on each stand as our free plastic carrier bags would hold. T-shirts, bags, posters, badges, pens, you name it, car companies would give away an endless amount of stuff emblazoned with their logos in the hope that their brands would ingrain themselves on the memories of anybody that had swung by their stand during the free day event. This was back in the 1980s and 90s. Of course, it's a practice that still goes on today. At your office, on your desk, there's probably some promotional pen or mug or business card holders. The purpose of these items is to remind you of the company whose name or logo they bear. But do you actually use these things? Probably not. On average, we get rid of most promotional products within six months, even the ones that we find interesting at first. As more and more consumers consider the environmental and social costs attached with manufacturing and disposing of products, the promotional items and novelty goods market is one that's changing quickly. Recognising that it is a market that is not going away anytime soon, our guest business this week is determined to find a way to use the industry as a communications tool to get people excited about sustainability and to create products that are useful even after their traditional life cycle. You're about to hear my conversation with Michael Staussholm, the founder and CEO of Sprout, a promotional products business with a big difference. Here goes. Michael, thanks for joining us here on The Better Business Show and, uh, and Happy New Year to you. Same to you, Tom, and uh, it's my pleasure being here. Great. So how's business right now? What sort of year did you have in 2016? Uh, we had a, a very good uh, year. Uh, 16 was our uh, third full year in business, and uh, we uh, we grew again. Uh, first year in business, we did about uh, 700,000 euro. Uh, second year, we did about uh, 1.5 million euro, and and this year we uh, we have uh, or 2016 uh, we did about uh, two and a half million euro uh, in uh, sales. So it's 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 been very good for such a young uh, young company. Yeah, rampant growth. So explain to us a bit more about what it is you do at Sprout. What is the business? How does it work? It's all about making sustainability more easy to understand and more easy to communicate. Uh, the the hero product of Sprout is our uh, patented uh, unique uh, Sprout pencil which is basically a normal pencil but uh, where you normally have a, have an eraser. Instead, you have a capsule with seeds and, and a little bit of uh, peat inside. So uh, you write with your pencil. Uh, normally, when you have a stop left, you will throw it out, right? Uh, but here, instead with the sprout pencil, you simply plant it uh, instead of throwing away. And within uh, one, two weeks, you will have uh, a germination. You will have uh, basil or you will have lavender or sunflower, forget-me-not flowers, uh, whatever is inside the capsule, right? Mm -hmm. So it's very much to do with doing away with the, 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 the use and throw-away culture uh, okay. that was uh, so rampant uh, many years ago, right? Yeah. Uh, use your product for its original purpose and then 
reuse it again uh, for something entirely different. In this case, uh, giving a new life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so where did the idea come from for, for Sprout? What, 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 how did the business sort of start initially? Actually, it was uh, three young students from MIT uh, in Boston in the States uh, that came up with the idea during a design course. They put it on uh, kickstarter.com looking for funding. Uh, that's where we found it. Made a deal with them to uh, sell and distribute the Sprout Pencil in Europe uh, back in 2013. And uh, immediately it was a huge success in, in, uh, in Denmark originally. That was the first country we launched. Right. which We sold 80,000 Sprout Pencils uh, that summer uh, of 2013. And that was at a retail price of uh, three, three euro at that time, right? So... Um, it was um, it was a very good start to the business. It's incredible. Uh, it's incredible. I mean, and why why pencils, Michael? I mean, presumably, the, the you know the seed capsule is uh, you know something that could be applied to any sort of number of different items. But I, and I love the kind of simplicity of it, and and I love stationery, but and, and I love the kind of beautiful, the tangible nature of a, of a pencil. I just wonder why why the pencil. Uh, it's a good question. Uh, it has a lot to do with the fact that everything is going so fast these days, right? Uh, with iPads, uh, MacBooks, uh, smartphones, and so on. Um, a lot of people are looking for ways to to slow down a little bit, right? And, yeah. and uh, with a pencil, uh, you have a great uh, great way of, of slowing down. You can you can write a handwritten message, or with the the color pencil sprout, you can uh, color your mindfulness book or, or whatever. It's just a way of, of slowing things down right mm. uh, people think that the pencil is a, is a is a thing of the past or maybe only used by small kids right but actually uh, in 2015 uh, more than 14 billion pencils were produced uh, globally wow so that's a lot of pencils right it's incredible I and mean, you know one of the the questions i often ask of, of guests on the show is you know what's the problem you're trying to solve here i mean you talk about this is a this is a, about you know, trying to get away from the kind of throwaway culture. I mean, or, or is this about trying to create a more sustainable version of a product that's been around for, for centuries, let's face it. I mean, how do you see the business? Is it, is it a statement of intent or is it a, I mean, a serious sort of business product? It's, it's, it's more a statement. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a way of making sustainability easy to understand. Uh, you know, uh, before Sprout, I was working as an uh, advisor on sustainability issues to large corporations and, and, and uh, companies in general, also governments and, and uh, public institutions. And whenever we are talking about sustainability, it was it's a very fluffy thing, right? Mm. Uh, it's very, very difficult to put words to. So when I first saw the Sprout pencil, my immediate thought was that this is this is an easy way to illustrate what sustainability is about. You use something for its original purpose, and instead of throwing away, you use it for something entirely different, literally giving a new life, right? Yeah. And that, that's what sustainability is, is basically yeah, yeah. all about, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a statement, and that's why today 80% of our revenue is for, for uh, sales to uh, companies, corporations, that use uh, our products to to put their message, their statements, their logo, whatever, uh, to to send a message to their customers or uh, employees that sustainability and environmental issues are a big part of the company uh, policy, right? Yeah. 
And so 80% of the market is, is there. That's interesting. I, I wonder, you're not the first guest we've had on the show that has you know, been in consultancy or worked advising other companies. Um, presumably, you, when you're doing that, you have lots of ideas of different products and services uh, that, that you think could be launched. Is that the case? Or, or was this, and obviously you mentioned the MIT students come up with this idea, but are there other ideas bubbling around in your head? It, there's there's a lot of uh, we are looking constantly at uh, product development, but uh, and, and introducing new products that are in line with what we're doing. We are focused on the stationary uh, category, right? Yeah. Um, so we could introduce a lot of uh, new products because we have lots of new ideas. But the thing is that uh, just developing on the pencil is is a big business uh, for us. Uh, let me give you a few examples. Um, we are developing concepts for for the the hotel uh, hotel business, where the pencils are used in the rooms or for conferences. Where our we're doing plantable paper also, right? Which can be used for for door hangers, for for key cards, uh, everything. So just developing that uh, is a big potential uh, for us. Um, we are looking at the whole golf. Golf segment, uh, okay, golf pencils yeah. and plantable scorecards. Uh, you 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 write with your pencil when you play golf. You you write on scorecards. It's all thrown out afterwards unless yeah. you have a very round, of course. But but with our products, you can actually reuse and, and plant the products uh, afterwards instead of just uh, throwing out. Right. Um, think about the whole uh, makeup uh, cosmetics uh, business. A lot of eyeliners, lip liners, uh, these kind of uh, products are, are pencils and are being yeah. used, thrown away. Uh, we are developing uh, plantable uh, lip liners, eyeliners uh, that can be planted after use instead. So yeah. there's a lot of extensions to just the pencil. Yeah. And so you, you have papers as well, did you say, that, you, that, that contain seeds as well? I've seen a lot of those in, in use, but uh, that's another product line of yours, is it? Exactly, and and ours is is uh, is different in the sense that it's a, it's a thicker quality, which means we uh, it is not uh, like your normal uh, A4 paper with some seeds uh, seeds that can be crushed. It's, it's it's a thicker quality that we can use also for packaging. Um, we make small boxes. You can put samples of uh, cosmetics or, or chocolate or whatever inside. We make uh, birthday cards, Valentine uh, cards, uh, invitations, uh, agendas, uh, flyers, everything uh, paper uh, is used for. We can make with our plantable paper and, right. and print it, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me let me talk briefly about this kind of this notion of the of the throwaway culture. I think you you say on your website somewhere that the, the Sprout pencil really matches the spirit of the age because this throwaway culture which you say was the absolute model before the financial crisis, and that that has changed since then. And I wonder, are you convinced that people really have changed their consumption habits and attitudes towards waste? Or or, or is that just kind of a wishful thinking? It's very much a work in progress, right? Mm. I think uh, most of us uh, want to do something in our everyday life. We want to make a difference. We want to not just uh, uh, use and throw away. We we want to uh, to uh, sort our garbage and, and, and stuff, but it can be very very uh, difficult to. It, it becomes very big if we try to to change everything in in our everyday life, right? Mm. I think 
what what the Sprout Pencil, as an example, is it's it's a small step. It's an easy way for people to uh, to buy a Sprout Pencil or use a Sprout Pencil, and and knowing that that this is one item you don't just use and throw away. Uh, you you actually reuse it and and, and uh, plant it, give a new life, and that sort of of, of sets a a thought process in motion, right, um, and make us think about how can we do it in other aspects of our, of our life. Yeah, yeah, and and, you, and and given the fact that you're you you know you're you're trying to create a product that that does change that mindset, you must constantly be looking at things in everyday life and and, and think and getting frustrated. What the, what are the, the sort of big things that really annoy you, Michael? But but, but there's lots of uh, lots of things. Uh, I mean, imagine. Uh, uh, batteries, uh, the, the the reuse, and, and how difficult it is to 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 get rid of uh, batteries, for instance. That for me is very uh, very annoying. Mm. Uh, I, I love uh, I love Nespresso. I have a, a very nice Nespresso coffee machine, right, with these small uh, aluminium uh, capsules uh, with coffee. But but they are very very difficult to to uh, dispose of in in a in a environmentally friendly uh, way, right. There's, there's lots of things that are actually making things very difficult for us to get rid of. Uh, mm. We have to drive to a, a what is it, um, a garbage station where they reuse it, right? But but um, lots of things that are difficult to dispose of in a in a proper manner. Yeah, yeah. I guess the, the thing with Nespresso uh, capsules is that I guess you know they're inherently kind of they are sustainable if you can recycle them. It's just the, having the infrastructure to be able to recycle them. I mean, aluminium is pretty, pretty sort of renewable in that respect. But but you're using material that's that's infinitely renewable um, timber, isn't it? it, it exactly, exactly. It, it is uh, well infinitely uh, renewable in the sense that that uh, when you have the stop, the pencil stop uh, from wood, actually uh, after you plant it, the only reason to keep it in the pot, the the, the stop is that it has the plant name engraved so you can remember what seed you planted, right? But, yeah. but otherwise, the stop is, is of no use anymore. So in a perfect world, you should um, uh, put it on your um, uh, compost. You should compost the, the, the stop, right? Yep. Um, so, so, so you can't really use, reuse that part. It just goes back into circulation. Sure, sure. Uh, but, but what we do about that is that, uh, f- of course, all our pencils are fsc certified so whenever one tree is cut down another tree is is planted uh, immediately right to to uh, make sure that you 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 keep the same uh, amount of of uh, wood out there right yeah yeah so what so what does the team at sprout look like now i mean you're based out in near copenhagen is that right yes we are based uh, just outside uh, copenhagen uh, okay. and we have uh, we have uh, people in Spain and we have people in the in the uh, Dubai. Okay. So, but the the main office is here in in, uh, in Copenhagen. Also, we have a small. Uh, uh, we have some business in the the states also, but but the main operation is here in in, uh, in, in Europe. Okay, and all, all manufacturing is is done there in in Denmark, is it? Uh, we are doing uh, packaging uh, here in, in Denmark, but the uh, actual production is in uh, in poland in, in okay. the right okay uh, as well as in uh, minnesota in the u.s uh where we supply uh, north america uh, yeah from yeah and so 
And so what's the, the kind of vision for Sprout going into 2017 now, Michael? I mean, is it exp- about expanding that product range or is it just about selling more and more of, of what you already have? It's, it's expanding the product range we have in terms of uh, verticals and line extensions, uh, like I mentioned, cosmetics, uh, golf, uh, hotels, uh, and, and so on, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's making uh, our Sprout pencils more, uh, more available uh, out there also in retail. I mean, we are, we are looking very much to, to uh, retail also in 2017 to get it out there. Uh, and making uh, it available not only to comp- uh, corporations and companies, but also to families and and uh, and uh, private consumers. Um, and 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 you can see, I mean, uh, we, uh, like I said, in 2015, uh, 14 billion pencils were produced globally. Yeah. We did in 2015, we did about 1.7 million uh, sprout pencils. So. We we are going to uh, aim for just one percent. We we're not comparing to the pencil market, right? Because it's, sure. it's, it's the product. But if we do just one percent of the global pencil market is 140 million uh, sprout pencils, and that would be a nice number to get uh, get out there, right? Yeah. So well, when, what, why you, why do you say that that you wouldn't go after the pencil market? I mean, is there not is there not scope to to turn this this the, you know the pencil products that you've created into into something that does challenge the traditional pencil market? It, it is something that uh, challenged the traditional pencil market, uh, of course, because uh, people buy a Sprout pencil. Uh, uh, instead, they would have maybe bought a, a, a normal pencil. But actually, we find that a lot of people are buying Sprout pencils uh, not instead of a normal pencil, but um, uh, as, a, as, as a, an extra item. Simply because of the uh, the story and, and the uh, statement behind the sprout pencil, right? So, so we <clears throat> we don't really compare sprout pencil uh, our sprout pencil to a normal pencil because the sprout pencil has a story, it has a statement, it has a second purpose. Uh, it's about sustainability. It's everything that a normal pencil is is, is not. Yeah, but there's a, there's enough of a market to go after, as you say, the hotel sector, the golf sector. I can see these being used in in an IKEA shop, for instance. I mean, there's so many different applications here, isn't there? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. We all uh, work a lot with IKEA in, in different uh, countries. Uh, okay. So there's uh, there's so many uh, ways of extending uh, our just our sprout pencil, right? Yeah, yeah. So what, what's been the hardest thing about running this business uh, since you started a couple of years ago, Michael? Um, what has been the hardest uh, thing? Um, I think the, uh, the, the the hardest thing has probably been that it has been growing so fast, right? Hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, we we basically uh, came from, from nothing to selling a lot of uh, Sprout pencils in a very short time, right? Uh, within a short time span, we have customers like Disney, like IKEA, like Bank of America, like Coca-Cola, Toyota, and so on. Very large uh, companies, right? Um, so so controlling the growth is probably the biggest uh, challenge, right? Um, mm. Because normally when you build a business from scratch, you start looking at your home market uh, and selling your home market like we actually did here in Denmark, right? Mm. Then you you slowly expand to the countries around you, but I mean uh, within the first I think one and a half year from from we started we were already in sixty different countries. I mean we were selling all over the world, 
Yeah. Uh, and and that's that's a challenge in itself to to uh, to 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 uh, keep up with that growth and and to make sure we can uh, we can supply supply chain has been a big uh, issue to making sure the cost can go down and so on so all that is what we've been working very hard on on achieving and and uh, is 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 uh, very far uh, with now right yeah 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 but but not necessarily a bad problem to have i mean it's 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 amazing growth that you've had over the last couple of years I mean, what 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 do you think has been the, the greatest lesson that you've learned since starting this business it's it's um it's 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 the fact that it's it's the people that make the business right it's it's the uh, it's the people that uh, i have around me in this uh, company that uh, makes the business uh, such a great uh, thing right uh, because these are all people that uh, are very passionate about uh, uh, sales marketing about sustainability and they all uh, they all want to make a small difference i mean we are not saving the world we're not changing the world right but we feel and everyone here in the company feels that that we are making a small difference uh, every day right in yeah. showing people what sustainability is is all about and 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 so the people are very very uh, important uh, i can only do so much uh, myself right Michael, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, spending some time with you, getting to know the Sprout and the products and, and all that you're doing. I really appreciate you taking the time to, to tell us your story of Better Business. Thank you. It was great talking to you, Tom. Thanks a lot for having me. Michael Staussholm there, founder and CEO of Sprout. If you'd like to find out more, head to the website sproutworld.com where you'll also find some very cool videos of the Sprout products uh, sprouting into action as they, as they absolutely should. As ever, let me know what you think of the show about Sprout, about Michael's model and the products themselves. You can connect with me on Twitter at Tom Idle. I'm on LinkedIn as well. Just search for Tom Idle at Narrative Matters. Uh, or you can comment on the page within our show notes on the website. Um, but that's it for another week uh, our first of 2017 hope you enjoyed it we'll be back again on friday for our friday five show so don't miss that but until next time goodbye